Hey everybody, it's Lidra. Pam. Didn't you want to call yourself something else this week? Yes, I did. I really hate that my name is one syllable. I really do. It sounds corny. So, so. can we call you like Diva? No, so everybody's a Diva. What do you want to be? Pam motherfucking white. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Well, depending on how you say that, it could be. (laughs) You might be able to squeeze that into two syllables. (laughs) Say it real fast. (laughs) Right. Welcome to Girl What? Today, we have a special guest who I fondly refer to as Mr., my husband, Dwayne. He's going to help us with our topic for today. But first of all, um, as always, Pam, how was your week? My week was fairly busy. My daughter is preparing to go out of town. I've been stressed out about that. I've done a lot of hair. I went to have my back uh, lined up. I went to the chiropractor. You know, I've had back issues. Yep. So I did that, and they were trying to get me to come back every week, and I said every two weeks, but now I wish I'd said every week. So I may call probably tomorrow to see if I can get in. I think you should because you're on your feet a lot when you do hair. Right. And you did mine yesterday. It's great to have a girlfriend who's also your hairdresser. (laughs) So, how was your week? Uh, It was uneventful. I mean, I worked. Um, I think the highlight of my week was getting my hair done yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) What day is it? It was Saturday, so yeah. yeah. But um, yesterday was self-care Sunday, so I decided that I was going to give myself a facial and do a lot of moisturizing and just pamper myself because this is all the only skin I'm going to get. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do any plastics or anything in my future, so you got to take care of what you got, right? Right. Right. So on that note of self-care, the topic for this week I felt was brilliant. Hit him with it. Well, this week we're going to talk about um, male hygiene. I noticed that in society there are a lot of commercials and advertisements about female hygiene. And I it's clear we have different parts and we do require higher maintenance. However, at the end of each type of, of I say there, there was a, my, what is it, Mylena? What is that? The IUD? Oh, that IUD. Yeah. yeah. At the end of that, they just felt it necessary to say this doesn't protect against STDs and HIV and they named on a list of you know things you can contract and I'm thinking what does one can we get a whole separate commercial for that just so that you can address everybody not just the women right and so there's another um, there's another commercial I want to say hepatitis you should see the people in these commercials oh hep C <laughs> right hep yeah. C those commercials are going off it's like what are the signs and symptoms and this and they've got gay couples, and they've got male and female, but they really don't have, a, like, a direct, you know, like, you know what? I think we need to talk to the males individually. That's just my opinion. I just think it needs to be out there because we're open. We have clinics left and right. We have female clinics. I, I've never seen a male clinic. Like, a Planned Parenthood is female. Right. I've never seen a male go in there and get checked out for anything. I'm not sure if it's the health department or what needs to happen. But I know those those types of issues are very sensitive to both male and female. No one likes to discuss them. So I do believe that when a male does run into a female who who has had any sort of bacterial, any type of anything, he immediately calls her some sort of nasty this, this, and this, right? Like the color purple, that nasty woman's disease. Yeah. Y'all too young for that. But Well, some of y'all might remember the color purple, but that was a thing. 
And so I just think that it's time that you address like males. Like what, where, what is it that you do? Do you go to the doctor? Do you go to like a, what is it called? A urologist? Is that required? You get an annual from them? I need to know details on what is it that they're doing to maintain their cells so that the female are walking around carrying the brunt of everything that goes bad or sour in a relationship hygiene-wise. Yeah, and why are we the only ones that have, like you said, commercials on TV? Not just for like saying that something prevents disease, but I mean, when douches were in fashion, now they're not because mm-hmm. they're considered unhealthy, but right. we still have like Summer's Eve products. I think we mentioned this stuff when we were talking about uh, um, people who have been vagina shamed on one of our previous episodes. Right. But I never see commercials on mainstream TV for any male products outside of deodorants. I mean, I know there's products, like there's this product for like called ball wash. Mm -hmm. You don't see that on TV advertised. You You only see that when you're like scrolling through social media or online or something. So why is it that our stuff is all over the place, but guys aren't? Right. All they talk about is erectile dis- dysfunction. Right. That's <laughs> all they talk about. So that's why we have my wonderful husband here today to uh, give us the male perspective. Because clearly as females, we can't represent you all. So from your perspective, what do you think about the first thing that Pam brought up regarding the preventing diseases and making it seem like it's mainly on the woman so first of all I can't represent all men but I will tell you from my perspective of men are normally don't go to doctors don't like to go to doctors and as you get older you find out as you get a little unhealthy at times that you have to go to doctors and once you hit certain milestone ages, I'll say 50 for one, you know, you have to um, do a colonoscopy. Sometimes that's an eye opener to guys. And sometimes you have you do have a urologist, depending on your male perspective, background, family history. But you don't see a lot of that stuff on TV because men don't like talking about it. It's, a, it's an uncomfortable conversation sometimes for men. Men are not as open as women are, and neither will TV ever be like that until people start doing some of these other actions that they're doing. It's catered towards the women because women will openly talk about things and they will buy a lot of products. Men are only going to buy stuff word of mouth. You're only going to see a few things on TV about men because that's an uncomfortable conversation. Wow. Well, you know, it's good that you even admitted that it's uncomfortable. A lot of people, they won't even go that far. Uh, I remember dating a guy, and I did call him beforehand and ask him if I could use the example. Um, he really 100% gave me paperwork with all his negative results from the health department. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that is so funny, but that is great. Are you serious right now? Like, thank you, but you're still not going to get any hits. So, no. <laughs> We're just putting that disclaimer out We're just putting that out there. <laughs> but do you... <laughs> But what do you think, like, how were you raised or brought up in your, let's just say your teenage, early 20 years, as far as like hygiene? Because like I, like I was saying, you know, you always see stuff about women's hygiene on TV and women always get the bad rap for being 
smelly or dirty or not washing their stuff. I mean, what about men? I mean, what do you, did you do you all chat amongst yourselves and talk about manscaping or how you keep clean, circumcised or uncircumcised? Right. I mean, no one likes smelly balls. Nobody likes smelly balls. Do y'all talk about that? You do with your close friends. But it takes a while to get there. Because again, this it's an uncomfortable situation for me to sit up here and say, talk to one of my boys and say, Hey dude, you've been having problems with your balls lately. <laughs> I mean, that's just not something that, you know, men like to openly do. I mean, you have to be really close with your friends or, you know, if you're like, Okay, I'm getting a little concerned about my health. This has been going on for a while now. Maybe I need to go to the doctor. And then sometimes it's too late. Sometimes we find out that we have cancer and don't say anything about it because we don't want to go to the doctor. Yeah. It's one of those unwritten rules for some men. It's changing now. It's changing a lot because if I, as I've gotten older, I go to a doctor. If I got insurance, I'm going to use it. Well, yeah. So I'm going to use it for everything. And I won't be around as long as I can, but men are, it's just one of those things. We all think we're supermen and we can handle the pain and this and that. But as you get older and as you realize just from talking to some of your friends who are dying sometimes before you, it's an eye opener. It makes you think about your mortality and and you will start going to the doctor whether you want to or not. So me, I try to tell my son all the time, go to the doctor if you feel uncomfortable. Talk to me. We'll make a decision. But your health is all you have. You only have one body. And I already know the answer to this question because we share our son. But do we? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> so, do you teach him about hygiene and you know keeping it, you know, straight down there and things to do and like, or is that like unspoken between fathers and sons? And on the other side, would you, <laughs> would you be in favor of seeing more like more TV commercials and advertisements regarding stuff for men? Just, you know, the same as for women. So I'll give you this analogy. You know, back in college, I wish they would have had a credit card class. Because when you're young, you get a credit card and you don't know what to do with it. Okay, so as a young man, as you're growing up, depending on the generation, fathers didn't talk about that to their sons. No, they weren't that open. They are like, suck it up, whatever's going on, deal with it. Because you know our mamas talk to us about that. But as I've grown up and as I've talked about, you know, things to my son as I'm getting older and see my father, who I'm blessed to still have around, you know, they go through some of these things. And when I go to the doctor now, they ask you about your family history. So as I've gotten older and I like to take care of myself, I like to make sure my fingernails are cut and things like that. I try to groom well and stay groomed because sometimes that's your first and only impression of somebody. If you're not well groomed or, you know, neatly looking or you know, taking care of yourself, especially in the world that we're living in now, where, you know, we have racial conversations going on left and right. Sometimes that's your only impression. So yeah, I talk to him about it. I tell him how to stay neat, you know, stay clean, because the last thing you want to do is see a man that you think is nice looking, get up on him like, damn, he funky as hell. Right. (laughs) But then you have to also respect cultures, because some cultures do that. And when you live in the United States where you have a mixture of all type of people, people do things differently. I learned a lot in college about different ways of 
you know, doing whatever you do, using the restroom, cleaning yourself, personal hygiene, and things like that. Didn't you have a roommate that didn't use toilet paper? Yeah, but we don't need to talk about that. That's just... disgusting. <laughs> That's disgusting. Did your mom talk to you, Pam, about... No, my mom was uh, old school mom. My mom only talked to me about my cycle, and that was it. And don't do it, don't get pregnant. That was pretty much the rule. I was scared to death, so I just... And that's what I talk about with, you know, generations. You were a good girl. I was, like, I was really good. I pretty much just did it. I did not. And that's generations. Some generations didn't have that talk. True. Right. And I just think that, say you're say you're uh, 19 years old, right? 18, 17, whatever. You have sex with a girl and she gives you trichomonas, <laughs> chlamydia, uh, herpes, something. Right. Some right? kind of simplex. Some type of STD. And she calls you and she says it. What is your immediate response when you're that young? Well. <laughs> See, that, I say it out loud. That face right there, say it out loud. So, first of all, that has happened. And, and my first reaction, <laughs> my first reaction was, what did you give me? See? See? Why you couldn't have already had it and gave it to her. And then she found out. See, guys automatically put it back on the girl. But you're right, no, though. That's no, your first reaction. No, that's your first reaction because you were like, that possibly can't come from me. I didn't do it. But either way it goes, depending on what you've had. Now, if that's your first sexual encounter, then unless you already had it and caught it by Howard, then you're going to be like, uh, excuse me, what did you give me? But it goes back and forth because men should make sure they're clean and this and that. But again, men are no different than women and vice versa, except for how we treat that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But at the same time, when you're young, you're taught by whoever to clean your body. Yeah. Okay, so I my grandparents raised me a lot. So my grandmother used to give me bathing. And, you know, I didn't do showers until I was older. Mm-hmm. But she told me to, anywhere there's skin, clean it. Right. Okay, <laughs> so that's between your toes, everything. You know, and I laugh today because I hear some conversation where men don't wash their feet. Mm-hmm. And that I, is disgusting. Especially when they're in the shower. You still got to hit them feet. It's still still you. Get the soap I, I kind of laugh at that because I was taught to wash from head to toe. So mm. that's the way I've always been taught. And you go through these periods where you're younger, where you're like, okay, I'm playing sports or I'm doing whatever. I'm going to so-called hit the hot spots because that's why I got to make sure I'm really clean. But as you get older, you learn you have to wash from head to toe again because you can catch a disease by not washing a certain part of your body and it's exposed mm-hmm. to something. But back to your original question, yeah, most men think it's got to be coming from the woman. She's the one that's got to be doing it. She's sleeping around more than me, even though it may be the other way around. But we don't want to think that because we don't go get checked on a regular basis unless we have to. Yeah, unless you have some blatant symptoms like something oozing out of your penis, you're not going to get, or pain. Right. You're well, not going to do anything. Whereas we could be. Well, most men didn't like to use rubbers. And I think a lot of men started using them. They still them. don't. Trust me. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you really want to feel, really feel it, yeah, you ain't going to want to use a rubber. But, I mean, you just have all those type of dynamics that come into play. But most men will say, I had to catch it from you. Yeah, they will. They will put it back on the girl. Just being honest. I mean, that's my opinion. Well, we're hoping to, with this conversation, help remove that stigma. Because if you're having sex, and I think the responsibility lies on both parties. And you can't blame one or the other for something going bad. I mean, you have to 
be open with it, and each party needs to take care of him or herself. Right. So. And, and you can Google it. I just researched it just now as we were sitting here. There's, <laughs> there's several urologists within where we are right now. It's like within three miles. There's one, two, three, four. I'm not going to name names. No free advertising in our little 15-minute podcast. <laughs> so, but... <laughs> They're they're near, but and my thing is people just don't like people handling. The, I think I don't think men like other men handling their penis, or anyone for that. Well, you know, for that. Well, there's that, but it's also the the fact of just getting checked out. I mean, you know, you don't want someone going up your ass with their finger. <laughs> no, you don't want a colonoscopy. I mean, if okay, let's just put it like this. You know, to each his own. Mm-hmm. But most men that are straight or whatever mm-hmm. really don't want anything going up their ass. Right. Okay? And I'm only speaking from my perspective. <laughs> but I think the thing is, is that... And you don't want anyone fondling your shit when you're at a certain age either. <laughs> I mean, but if you're sick and don't feel fondling. well... I mean, everybody, female shit. Everybody needs to be responsible for their own health and their own hygiene. And you can't just put it on one no, side it, it, or the other. It needs to go other. both ways. You're right. Yeah. It needs to go both ways. But that's not always the case. It's I mean, not. <laughs> that's what I mean, we're think about it. When a young woman tells a guy, I'm pregnant, it's not mine. And she says, well, you're the only one I've been sleeping with. That's a whole that's other a subject. I know <laughs> right. But right. That's but that's just the reverse, putting that responsibility back on a woman again. Yeah. yeah. It's, so, a yeah. Jerk, it's a knee-jerk reaction for most men. <laughs> and that's awful. Imagine somebody doing your your daughter like that, or your mother, or you know what I mean. That, well, that's what happens when you get older and you start thinking things differently at that point. And then you think, I know the type of person he is. That's why I'm gonna break his legs. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. You think about stuff like that when it comes. To- so let me tell you from a quick father's perspective on, and we'll end on this note. You know, I have two th- different things I have to think about. As a father with a son, I only have to worry about one penis. Mm-hmm. His. With my daughters, I have to worry about multiple. Oh, I'm personally you know, worried about my son's penis because uh, just because I'm uh, his mama. Well, you do should you should worry about that because my mother, three boys, three girls, right? She said that when her daughters have a baby, there's no regardless who the father is, it's her baby. When a guy has a baby, they gotta get swabbed, make sure that's the kid. Yeah. They gotta get the stuff set up, and I never thought of it that way. And yeah, because I don't have that ring. I was like, wow, right. no, it's, it's, it's because that's true. <laughs> and that brings this full circle back to your original conversation about these ads on TV. Women are more open to what's going on because a woman will come out and tell you, "Well, I was actually sleeping with two other guys at the same time." And you're like, "Well, damn, it ain't mine, then." Because no one really wants to take responsibility for something that's not theirs unless unless they're going to stand up and be a man about it if it's theirs. But that's normally some of the things you hear when you're younger. Yep. Yeah. On top of that, you're a nasty bitch, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but, again, but that's, that's part of why that, that perception is like that. Yeah. All right. Well, we really appreciate you, babe, being on with us today. Yay! We appreciate the male point of view. We hope you all enjoyed it, too. And we'll be back with you next week. Any ending uh, thoughts there, Pam? I think we're famous. I think we are, too. (laughs) Peace! Hey everybody, it's Lydra. 
Pam. Didn't you want to call yourself something else this week? Yes, I did. I really hate that my name is one syllable. I really do. It sounds corny. So, so. can we call you like diva? No, so everybody's a diva. What do you want to be? Pam motherfucking white. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Well, depending on how you say that, it could be. <laughs> you might be able to squeeze that into two syllables. <laughs> say it real fast. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Girl What? Today, we have a special guest who I fondly refer to as Mr., my husband, Dwayne. He's going to help us with our topic for today. But first of all, um, as always, Pam, how was your week? My week was fairly busy. My daughter is preparing to go out of town. I've been stressed out about that. I've done a lot of hair. I went to have my back uh, lined up. I went to the chiropractor. You know, I've had back issues. Yep. So I did that, and they were trying to get me to come back every week. And I said every two weeks, but now I wish I'd said every week. So I may call probably tomorrow to see if I can get in. I think you should because you're on your feet a lot when you do hair. Right. And you did mine yesterday. It's great to have a girlfriend who's also your hairdresser. <laughs> so, what, how was your week? Uh, it was uneventful. I mean, I worked. Um, I think the highlight of my week was getting my hair done yesterday. Or <laughs> <laughs> set what day is it? Get I, it was Saturday. So yeah, yeah. but um. Yesterday was self-care Sunday, so I decided that I was going to give myself a facial and do a lot of moisturizing and just pamper myself because this is all the only skin I'm going to get. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do any plastics or anything in my future, so you got to take care of what you got, right? Right. Right. So on that note of self-care, the topic for this week I felt was brilliant. Hit him with it. Well, this week we're going to talk about um, male hygiene. I noticed that in society there are a lot of commercials and advertisements about female hygiene. And I it's clear we have different parts and we do require higher maintenance. However, at the end of each type of, of I say there there was a, my, what is it, Mylena? What is that, the IUD? Oh, that IUD, yeah. yeah. At the end of that, they just felt it necessary to say this doesn't protect against STDs and HIV and they named on a list of you know things you can contract and I'm thinking what does one can we get a whole separate commercial for that just so that you can address everybody not just the women right and so there's another um, there's another commercial I want to say hepatitis you should see the people in these commercials oh hep C <laughs> right hep yeah. C those commercials are going off it's like what are the signs and symptoms and this and they've got gay couples, and they've got male and female, but they really don't have, a, like, a direct, you know, like, you know what, I think we need to talk to the males individually. That's just my opinion. I just think it needs to be out there because we're open. We have clinics left and right. We have female clinics. I, I've never seen a male clinic. Like, a Planned Parenthood is female. Right. I've never seen a male go in there and get checked out for anything. I'm not sure if it's the health department or what needs to happen. But I know those those types of issues are very sensitive to both male and female. No one likes to discuss them. So I do believe that when a male does run into a female who who has had any sort of bacterial, any type of anything, he immediately calls her some sort of nasty this, this, and this, right? Like the color purple, that nasty woman's disease. Yeah. Y'all too young for that. But Well, some of y'all might remember the color purple, but that was a thing. And so I just think that it's time that you address like males. Like what, where, what is it that you do? Do you go to the doctor? 
you go to like a, what is it called? A urologist. Is that required? You get an annual from them. I need to know details on what is it that they're doing to maintain their cells so that the female are walking around carrying the brunt of everything that goes bad or sour in a relationship hygiene wise. Yeah. And why are we the only ones that have, like you said, commercials on TV, not just for like saying that something prevents disease, but I mean, when douches were in fashion, now they're not because mm-hmm. they're considered unhealthy, but right. we still have like summer's Eve products. I think we mentioned this stuff when we were talking about, uh, um, people who have been vagina shamed on one of our previous episodes. Right. But I never see commercials on mainstream TV for any male products outside of deodorants. I mean, I know there's products like there's this product for like called ball wash. Mm-hmm. You don't see that on TV advertised. You, you only don't. see that when you're like scrolling through social media or online or something. So why is it that our stuff is all over the place but guys aren't. Right. All they talk about is erectile dis- dysfunction. Right. That's <laughs> all they talk about. So that's why we have my wonderful husband here today to uh, give us the male perspective. Because clearly as females, we can't represent you all. So from your perspective, what do you think about the first thing that Pam brought up regarding the preventing diseases and making it seem like it's mainly on the woman? So first of all, I can't represent all men, but I will tell you from my perspective of men are normally don't go to doctors, don't like to go to doctors. And as you get older, you find out as you get a little unhealthy at times that you have to go to doctors. And once you hit certain milestone ages, I'll say 50 for one, you know, you have to um, do a colonoscopy. Sometimes that's an eye opener to guys. And sometimes you have you do have a urologist, depending on your male perspective, background, family history. But you don't see a lot of that stuff on TV because men don't like talking about it. It's, a, it's an uncomfortable conversation sometimes for men. Men are not as open as women are, and neither will TV ever be like that until people start doing some of these other actions that they're doing. It's catered towards the women because women will openly talk about things and they will buy a lot of products. Men are only going to buy stuff word of mouth. You're only going to see a few things on TV about men because that's an uncomfortable conversation. Wow. Well, you know, it's good that you even admitted that it's uncomfortable. A lot of people, they won't even go that far. Uh, I remember dating a guy, and I did call him beforehand and ask him if I could use an example. Um, he really 100% gave me paperwork with all his negative results from the health department. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that is so funny, but that is great. Are you serious right now? Like, thank you, but you're still not going to get any hit. So, no. <laughs> We're just putting that disclaimer out We're just putting that out there. <laughs> but do you... <laughs> But what do you think, like, how were you raised or brought up in your, let's just say your teenage, early 20 years, as far as, like, hygiene? Because, like I like I was saying, you know, you always see stuff about women's hygiene on TV, and women always get the bad rap for being smelly or dirty or not watching their stuff. I mean, what about men? I mean, what do you, did you, do you all chat amongst yourselves and talk about manscaping or how you keep clean, circumcised or uncircumcised? Right. I mean, no one likes smelly balls. Nobody likes smelly balls. Do y'all talk about that? You do with your close friends. 
but it takes a while to get there. Because again, this it's an uncomfortable situation for me to sit up here and say, talk to one of my boys and say, hey dude, you've been having problems with your balls lately. I mean, that's just not something that you know men like to openly do. I mean, you have to be really close with your friends, or you know, if you're like, okay, I'm getting a little concerned about my health. This has been going on for a while now. Maybe I need to go to the doctor. And then sometimes it's too late. Sometimes we find out that we have cancer and don't say anything about it because we don't want to go to the doctor. Yeah. It's one of those unwritten rules for some men. It's changing now. It's changing a lot because if I, as I've gotten older, I go to a doctor. If I got insurance, I'm going to use it. Well, yeah. So I'm going to use it for everything. I won't be around as long as I can, but men are, it's just one of those things. We all think we're supermen and we can handle the pain and this and that. But as you get older and as you realize just from talking to some of your friends who are dying sometimes before you, it's an eye-opener. It makes you think about your mortality and, and you will start going to the doctor whether you want to or not. So me, I try to tell my son all the time, go to the doctor if you feel uncomfortable. Talk to me. We'll make a decision. But your health is all you have. You only have one body. And right. I already know the answer to this question because we share our son. But... Do we? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Wow. So, do you teach him about hygiene and, you know, keeping it, you know, straight down there and things to do and, like, or is that, like, unspoken between fathers and sons? And, on the other side, would you, <laughs> would you be in favor of seeing, more, like, more TV commercials and advertisements regarding stuff for men? Just, you know, the same as for women. So I'll give you this analogy. You know, back in college, I wish they would have had a credit card class. Because when you're young, you get a credit card and you don't know what to do with it. Okay, so as a young man, as you're growing up, depending on the generation, fathers didn't talk about that to their sons. No, they weren't that open. They are like, suck it up, whatever's going on, deal with it. Because you know our mamas talk to us about that. But as I've grown up and as I've talked about, you know, things to my son as I'm getting older and see my father, who I'm blessed to still have around, you know, they go through some of these things. And when I go to the doctor now, they ask you about your family history. So as I've gotten older and I like to take care of myself, I like to make sure my fingernails are cut and things like that. I try to groom well and stay groomed because sometimes that's your first and only impression of somebody. If you're not well groomed or, you know, neatly looking or you know, taking care of yourself, especially in the world that we're living in now, where, you know, we have racial conversations going on left and right. Sometimes that's your only impression. So yeah, I talk to him about it. I tell him how to stay neat, you know, stay clean, because the last thing you want to do is see a man that you think is nice looking, get up on him like, damn, he funky as hell. Right. <laughs> but then right. you have to also respect cultures because some cultures do that. And when you live in the United States where you have a mixture of all type of people, people do things differently. Oh. I learned a lot in college about different ways of, you know, doing whatever you do, using the restroom, cleaning yourself, personal hygiene and things like that. Didn't you have a roommate that didn't use toilet paper? Yeah, but we don't need to talk about that. Oh, that's, disgusting. Disgusting. Uh, <laughs> that's disgusting. Did your mom talk to you, Pam, about? No, my mom was uh, old school mom. My mom only talked to me about my cycle. And that was it. And don't do it. Don't get pregnant. That was pretty much the rule. I was scared to death. So I just 
And that's what I talk about with you know, generations. You were a good girl. I was, like, I was really good. I pretty much just did it. I did not. And that's generations. Some generations didn't have that talk. True. Right. And I just think that, say you're say you're uh, 19 years old, right? 18, 17, whatever. You have sex with a girl and she gives you trichomonas, <laughs> chlamydia, uh, herpes, something. Right. Right? Some kind of simplex. Some type of STD. And she calls you and she says it. What is your immediate response when you're that young? Well. <laughs> See, that, I say it out loud. That face right there, say it out loud. So, first of all, that has happened. And, and my first reaction, <laughs> my first reaction was, what did you give me? See? See? Why you couldn't have already had it and gave it to her, and then she found out. See, guys automatically put it back on the girl. But you're right, no, though. That's no, your first reaction. No, that's your first reaction because you were like, that possibly can't come from me. I didn't do it. But either way it goes, depending on what you've had. Now, if that's your first sexual encounter, then unless you already had it and caught it by Howard, then you're going to be like, uh, excuse me, what did you give me? But it goes back and forth because men should make sure they're clean and this and that. But again, men are no different than women and vice versa, except for how we treat that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But at the same time, when you're young, you're taught by whoever to clean your body. Yeah. Okay. So I, my grandparents raised me a lot. So my grandmother used to give me bathing and, you know, I didn't do showers until I was older, mm-hmm. but she told me to anywhere there's skin, clean it. Right. Okay, so that's between your toes, everything, you know. And I laugh today because I hear some conversation where men don't wash their feet. Mm-hmm. And that I, is disgusting, especially when they're in the shower. You still got to hit them feet. It's not you. you. Get the I, I kind of laugh at that because I was taught to wash from head to toe. So mm. that's the way I always been taught. And you go through these periods where you're younger, where you're like, okay, I'm playing sports or I'm doing whatever. I'm gonna so-called hit the hot spots because that's why I got to make sure I'm really clean. But as you get older, you learn you have to wash from head to toe again because you can catch a disease by not washing a certain part of your body and it's exposed to something. But back to your original question, yeah, most men think it's got to be coming from the woman. She's the one that's got to be doing it. She's sleeping around more than me, even though it may be the other way around. But we don't want to think that because we don't go get checked on a regular basis unless we have to. Yeah, unless you have some blatant symptoms like something oozing out of your penis, you're not going to get, or pain. Right. You're well, not going to do anything. Whereas we could be. Well, most men didn't like to use rubbers. And I think a lot of men started using them. They still them. don't. Trust me. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you really want to feel, if you really want to feel it, yeah, you ain't going to want to use a rubber. But I mean, you just have all those type of dynamics that come into play. But most men will say, I had to catch it from you. Yeah, they will. They will put it back on the girl. Just being honest. I mean, that's my opinion. Well, we're hoping to, with this conversation, help remove that stigma. Because if you're having sex, and I think the responsibility lies on both parties. And you can't blame one or the other for something going bad. I mean, you have to be open with it, and each party needs to take care of him or herself. Right. So and, and you can Google it. I just researched it just now as we were sitting here. There's <laughs> there's several urologists within where we are right now. It was like within three miles. There's one, two, three, four. I'm not gonna name names. No free advertising. Our little fifteen minute podcast. So, <laughs> but, 
they're they're near but and my thing is people just don't like people handling the, I think I don't think men like other men handling their penis or anyone for that well, you know for that well there's that but it's also the the fact of just getting checked out I mean you know you don't want someone growing up your ass with their finger <laughs> no you don't want a colonoscopy I mean if okay let's just put it like this you know to each his own Mm-hmm. But most men that are straight or whatever mm-hmm. really don't want anything going up their ass. Right. Okay? And I'm only speaking from my perspective. <laughs> but <laughs> I think the thing is, is that... And you don't want anyone fondling your shit when you're at a certain age either. <laughs> I mean, but if you're sick and don't feel fondling. well... I mean, everybody, female shit. Everybody needs to be responsible for their own health and their own hygiene. And you can't just put it on one no, side it, or the other. It needs to other. go both ways. You're right. Yeah. It needs to go both ways. But that's not always the case. It's I mean, not. <laughs> that's why I mean, we're think about it. When a young woman tells a guy, I'm pregnant, that's not mine. And she says, well, you're the only one I've been sleeping with. That's a whole that's other a subject. I know that's, <laughs> right. But right. That's but that's just a reverse putting that responsibility back on a woman again. Yeah. yeah. It's, so, a yeah. Jerk, it's a knee-jerk reaction for most men. <laughs> and that's awful. Imagine somebody doing your your daughter like that, or your mother, or you know what I mean. That, well, that's what happens when you get older and you start thinking things differently at that point. And then you think, I know the type of person he is. That's why I'm gonna break his legs. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. You think about stuff like that when it comes. To- so let me tell you from a quick father's perspective on, and we'll end on this note. You know, I have two th- different things I have to think about. As a father with a son, I only have to worry about one penis. Mm-hmm. His. With my daughters, I have to worry about multiple. Oh, I'm personally you know, worried about my son's penis because uh, just because I'm uh, his mama. Well, you do should you should worry about that because my mother, three boys, three girls, right? She said that when her daughters have a baby, there's no regardless who the father is, it's her baby. When a guy has a baby, they gotta get swabbed, make sure that's the kid. Yeah. They gotta get the stuff set up. And I never thought of it that way. And yeah. Because I don't have that ring. I was like, wow. Right. No, it's, it's, it's because that's true. <laughs> and that brings this full circle back to your original conversation about these ads on TV. Women are more open to what's going on because a woman will come out and tell you, well, I was actually sleeping with two other guys at the same time. And you're like, well, damn, it ain't mine then. Because no one really wants to take responsibility for something that's not theirs unless, unless they're going to stand up and be a man about it if it's theirs. But that's normally some of the things you hear when you're younger. Yep. Yeah. On top of that, you're a nasty bitch, too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but, again, but that's, that's part of why that, that perception is like that. Yeah. All right. Well, we really appreciate you, babe, being on with us today. Yay! We appreciate the male point of view. We hope you all enjoyed it, too. And we'll be back with you next week. Any ending uh, thoughts there, Pam? I think we're famous. I think we are, too. (laughs) Peace! We're the dopest, we're the mostest, we're your hostesses, yeah, 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 with the program, girl, why, girl, why, find us on Facebook at
Girl Web Podcast, IG and Twitter at Girl Web Pod, and our website is on Wix.